Hello and welcome back to the Lift Your Life podcast. I hope everyone is okay. I hope everyone is safe and well during these pretty strange times that we're living in. Honestly, I think the last few years for us has just been very, very strange, hasn't it? You know, we've had the whole COVID pandemic situation, which obviously is something that we've never, we've never experienced in our lifetime, anything like that at all. You know, years of restrictions and lockdowns and not being able to do things it's been pretty nuts and then everything that's going on in the ukraine right now as well it's like a you know it's, it's a war type situation which is again absolutely crazy nothing that we've ever had to live through it's just something that we've read about in in history books and yeah it's all a bit strange so i hope everyone is okay physically of course you know i, do, I know i do have a few listeners from the ukraine and um, so i hope you guys are really you know keeping yourself safe and well but more so I just hope everyone's mental health is okay because all of this going on in the news and just the uncertainty of the world and just obviously the way the world is at the moment with, you know, energy bills and just all of this negativity, I hope everyone is mentally doing all right in themselves. You know, protect your energy, guys. Protect your mental health during this time. It's so easy to just feel so anxious and negative with seeing the news and worrying about the what-ifs and it's, it's just so draining. It really, really is. And part of this podcast episode this week will kind of help with that I guess by just changing your mindset and changing your perceptions away from just wasting energy and wasting time with the what if scenarios and just spending your life in the present but this week's podcast episode was inspired by a Q&A that I did on my Instagram story the other day and one of the questions was something along the lines of you know your favorite quote or a quote that you live by or something along those lines and I had a bit of a think and I was like, there's, there's quite a few I could answer in, in, in this question box. So I answered my favourite quote, which is the one I'll share with you today. But I thought, well, why not share all of the quotes that I live by, the philosophies that I live by, the quotes that inspire and motivate me every single day on the podcast and sort of delve into them a little bit more and unpick them. Um, just to give you guys a little bit of motivation and help with your own mindset. So I thought, yeah, that sounds like a good idea. So we're going to do that. So I've broken it down into five because I think five is a nice number. Anything less, it's like a bit pointless. Anything more, you'll switched off. So I, th- I thought I'd go with five, five podcasts, five podcasts, <laughs> five quotes slash sayings um, that I live by and try to push my clients to live by as well with a lot of what they do. So yeah, shall we get into the quotes and sayings? I think so. So first and foremost, I'm going to start with my favorite one. And this is the one that I actually shared on my Instagram, on my Instagram story. And this is that it's not the problem, but it's what you do about it that counts. And honestly, it is so goddamn true. Now, this is a quote that my nana used to say to me a lot, you know, it's not the problem, but it's how we solve it. And you kind of just think it's one of those things that's like, oh, it's just my mum saying it, it's just my nana saying it, it's just one of those things. When you actually unpick it, it's so goddamn true. There's a book that I think I have actually mentioned on this podcast before, an absolutely brilliant book called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. And if you're into mindset and spirituality, that is a must-read book. It's absolutely game-changing. But one of the things they talk about in that book, I'm pretty sure it's that book. If it's not that book, I'm going to say, or it might actually not be that book. It might be The Power of Now. Oh, they're both really good books. Anyway, I'm pretty sure this is mentioned in one of those books. And the idea was that the way we perceive a problem and the way that we, is how we deal with the problem. So if you see something as a negative, you're going to deal with it in a negative way. And there's been studies to show that actually just thinking about the stressor or the problem at hand can actually have the same internal response on the body as if the stressor was actually happening. So what I mean by this is if you worry about 
something that's going to happen in the future. So let's just say you're worrying about paying your bills, for example, and you're just sat at home worrying about it. That internal stress response that's going to have on like your heart rate and your stress hormone release is the same as if you actually then did get a bill and you're like, holy shit, I can't pay it. So our perceptions are everything. So if you can perceive problems in a better way, and deal with them in a much more productive way, it isn't going to be as much of a problem in the first instance. So I'm trying, obviously there will be certain things where this is not applicable. Like if your house gets blown up or burnt down or whatever, well that, yeah, that is a problem. But even then it's how you respond to it. And you know, do you let that situation beat you or do you just come back stronger? So let's just say, let's go with a, a really good one that I think a lot of you can relate to. You jump on the scale and it's gone up, right? So that's the problem. The problem is that you've been dieting all week, you've been in a deficit, you've been working hard all week and you jump on the scale and it's gone up. So if you then let that get in your head and you think I'm a failure and I fucked up and I can't do this and what's the point and then you end up giving up on your diet, well then that problem has become an even bigger problem because it's led to your decline. Whereas if you took the problem and said, you know, actually, you know what, as frustrating as it is, as I'm going to keep going, as frustrating as this is, I know the scale weight isn't everything, there's so many things that may have impacted this, actually the scale has gone up this week, and if I think about it, maybe, maybe I haven't been perfect on my diet, and I just need to tidy up, so you see how the problem is the exact same in that scenario, but the way that you deal with it, and the way that you manage it, is, is the bigger thing, that's what has the overall impact on the end result, so our response is usually what can cause the bigger issue to the issue itself, if that makes sense. So that's just one for you to think about. Whenever you have a negative, remember that it isn't necessarily the negative that creates the problem, but how you deal with it. Let you think about that one. It's one you can apply a lot to your day-to-day life with your fitness journey, your personal life, relationships. Honestly, it's got so much crossover. So that's my first one, my biggest one. And honestly, it's a game changer because whenever I have shit happen, you know, it's, well, okay, that's happened, but ultimately the end result and what's going to come out of this is how I deal with it. Do I let it beat me down? Do I get upset? Or do I just think, what can I actually do about this? Can I control it? Can I learn from it? Can I grow from it? And when you change that mindset, you really do feel better about life going wrong. Um, And it really is a much more positive headspace to be in. The next one is a very, very cheesy one that you'll all know, but it's so damn important. And I think it's something that we all need to be reminded of from from time to time. And that is, Live every day like it's your last. And the reason that I like this one is that sometimes I do get very much caught up in things that don't matter too much, you know, and I let that take over my life. So for example, some days I will just slave away at work and just be like, no, I can't go see my family. I can't go see my friends because I need to do this, 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 and this. And, you know, it sounds silly, but that night I could die in my sleep, you know, the world could end, you know, this rape, Putin could destroy us all, I shouldn't, it's not a joke, but you know what I mean, we just don't know what the hell is going on at the moment, and, you know, regardless, we just don't know, anything could happen at any point, we could get hit by a car, we could have just, you know, an internal health condition that we just, an underlying one that we don't know about, we genuinely do not know when it's our last day, and I don't want to make this morbid and depressing, but actually I want to make it inspiring and just, just get you thinking, and I'm not saying this is an excuse to go and be a reckless dickhead and just be like, well, every day is my last, so I'm gonna do a 10,000 calorie challenge every day, or I'm gonna do stupid, crazy, dangerous stuff, but it's actually just analysing your life and just thinking, am I doing things every single day that bring me fulfilment? Am I holding back from what it is that I want to do? Am I sometimes just being a little bit too, you know, reserved with things like, you know, the goals that I set myself, or the things that I spend my money on, because I'm just trying to think about, again, it's that, oh, what if scenario, 
Whereas I've now just got to that mindset of, well, you know what, this could be my last day. I don't know what's around the corner. So you know what, as long as this decision is not gonna like make me bankrupt or put anyone or myself at risk, I'm gonna go for it. And I'm gonna actually start to audit my days and audit my weeks and audit my life to make sure that the days that I'm having and the weeks that I'm having actually align with myself because yes, I love my job. And yes, I love bodybuilding. And this is something I did talk about on my Instagram the other day, but they aren't everything. And if I got told, you know, you're going to die in a few days, I'd be like, oh, well, I've, I've wasted, you know, so many weeks, you know, over these last few months of just putting absolutely every single hour of my day in, into those two and pretty much sacrificing everything else. Whereas realistically, I, I could make more time to do things that bring me fulfillment and joy, you know, going to concerts, going to the cinema, going out with friends and traveling places, things that really do set my soul on fire, but I've been negating those because I've just been focusing on the two big things that I, th I thought I needed to focus on. But if I was, you know, gonna die in a few days, I wouldn't feel happy about that. I'd be like, oh, I've missed out on so much. And, you know, just audit your life and think, if I was got, to, if you got told you were gonna die in a few days, yes, you may not have been able to see the seven ones of the world, but just genuinely think about your day-to-day -day activities and your week-to-week -week routine. Does that bring you enjoy, you know, enjoyment? Does it set your soul on fire? Does it bring you and serve you what it needs to? And if it doesn't, have a bit of a life audit. So that's the second one. That got very deep, very fast. But I guess when you do a podcast on quotes and sayings, it is inevitably gonna get pretty deep, pretty fast. Okay, next one. And this is one that I, I more so share with my clients in terms of their mentality, but, and it's one that I've learned from a personal level as well. And it's, believe you can and you're halfway there. I know that's said by someone very famous and I don't know who it is. So <laughs> go give that a Google or you can tell me because I ate someone very, is it, is it Disney? Could be Disney. Or is, or is it like a American president? I feel like it's someone who's American anyway. That's really offensive. But self-belief honestly is everything and self-doubt and self-limiting beliefs will hold you back more than anything. It will hold you back more than your finances. It will hold you back more than your knowledge, your skill, your education. Honestly, self-belief is one of the biggest tools in your toolbox that you have for success that doesn't ever get taken out. And honestly, I've seen this firsthand with myself. Whenever I was very, very doubtful of myself and my abilities, things just didn't move forward. Things didn't progress. Things didn't change. Whenever I've actually had a little bit of a, oh, I can do this, that's when momentum has built and that is when I have actually achieved things that I want. And that stems right back to, to my childhood days when I reflect, you know, in school, in studies, when I would get poor grades, it would like get me down. And then if I did get a better grade, I'd be like, actually, I can do this. And then I found that I studied harder as a byproduct and lo and behold, got the results I wanted. With fitness, I used to think, oh, I'll, I'll never actually, you know, I see these bodies and I see these girls getting lean and I, I, I wanna do that, but I just don't think I can, you know? And it wasn't until I actually started to see some results through a bit of consistency and actually thought, you know what, I can do this, that I got there. With my job, you know, I always wanted to, have a business that really grew so I could help more people and make a full-time living off it. And that's all I wanted. And I was like, ah, oh, you know, it sounds great to be able to earn, you know, a decent, you know, a decent salary, so to speak, that allows me to, you know, just live a decent quality of life and not live off pot noodles, doing something that I love. But, you know, you see so many people, you see the statistics in the fitness industry of these people coming and going. You know, I've seen really, really good people that I look up to come into the industry and go, I, I can't do it, you know. I want to, but what's special about me? It wasn't until I actually started to believe that I could build a, dif you know, build a business, make a difference, really help people, and that 
people would buy into me because of my story and how I could help them that inevitably I got clients. So honestly, self-belief is everything. And if you don't believe in yourself, those self-limiting beliefs will hold you back. So for example, if I didn't believe that I could have you know achieved what I have with my online business I maybe wouldn't I wouldn't have invested in an online business mentoring course because I just think well what's the point it's a waste of money and I know that course has helped me so same with you if you don't believe that you can achieve the body that you want or you know get to a place where you feel happy and comfortable in your body when you reach when you come across challenging crossroads and situations so for example you know you're in the office and everyone's passing around cake and you're like, you know, I really probably should say no because I need to, this is quite a bad analogy because in this instance, you tell you it's all about balance, but let's just use this as an analogy. Let's just say you really need to stick to your calories because you you need to lose the weight. Let's just make this a really, really strict extreme example because I can't think of another off the top of my head. And if you've got those self-limiting beliefs that you'll never drop the body fat and get to where you want to be, in those situations, those self-limiting beliefs will take over and it'll be like, well, I'm never going to get there anyway, so fuck it, I might as well have the cake. Whereas if you believe, you know what, I can do this, so I just, I can stay strong in the situation because I know that I can do this as long as my actions align, you will say no. So I know that wasn't the best example because I don't want to say that you always have to say no to cake to drop body fat, that is really not what I'm saying, but I hope you can understand that when you do have self-doubt, those self-doubt thoughts will take over and just basically self-sabotage you. So believe in yourself and you, you are going to be more than halfway there, that I assure you. The next one is very, very similar, but again, it's something that I want to say is that it's if you can dream it, you can do it, and I'm 99% sure that's a Disney quote. Again, if it's not, I look like a twat right now, but this very much comes off the back of that one, because when we think of dreams, we think of these big, extreme, like, goals of, you know, being a millionaire, being a celebrity, having a Ferrari, all those sort of things, but a dream is just something that, you know, how you want your life to look, how you want your life to pan out. So if you were to just close your eyes and just think, how do I actually want my life to be? Where do I want to be living? How do I want to be feeling? What does my family look like? What does my friendships look like? Maybe what car do I have? You know, how many hours am I working? All of these things that just create this ideal, perfect life for yourself. You know, if you were to build your own, your own house and stuff on Sims, how would that look? You can do whatever you want. You just have to put two feet in front of it and go for it. Again, it's that thing of self-doubt. Self-doubt kills your dreams. It isn't always, yes, sometimes people are born lucky. Some people have just amazing talents and skills, but our minds hold us back more than anything else. And if you have a vision or a goal, whether it's to do with you know your life, whether it's to do with your fitness, your fat loss, whatever the hell it is, you want to run a marathon, you want to do a bodybuilding show, you want to be able to wear a dress on a night out and feel like an absolute boss ass queen, whatever the hell it is, this fantasy that you have in your head of the future you, if you can visualize it and know roughly the steps that you need to take to get there, then yeah, you can do it. And again, it's just knowing that you can, believing that you can, and you are going to be so much closer. So don't just think that, you know, things are a fantasy. Don't just visualize them and just hope put two feet front of the other, have an action plan and just freaking go for it. And I promise you, you will get there. You really will. And the final quote that I want to share with you today is the past can hurt you. You can run from it or you can learn from it. I feel like that's from a movie as well. I think it's actually The Lion King is that one. <laughs> Lots of Disney quotes. You can tell I like Disney. You can tell I'm getting excited that I'm off to Disney in like three and a half weeks. Can't even wait. But that is such a powerful quote. So when we think about the past, I think you'll probably be like looking back to your childhood days or teen days, but the past is literally five minutes ago as well. 
So it's always looking at things that have happened to us previously. And sometimes these things can be very significant. They can have a huge hit on our life. You know, they can have a very, very, they can leave scars. They can be emotional. They can be draining. But a bit like what I said in the first quote, it isn't what's happened that matters, but what you do with it. Do you bury it in the sand or just pretend it never happened or try and just, you know, escape it? Or do you learn from it? Do you grow from it? What does it teach you? What does it show you? Can you actually use that to motivate yourself? You know, for example, let's go with the analogy of, we'll go with myself, you know, the, my past with my eating disorder is is dark, you know, it's not a time that I like to look back on particularly, it wasn't a very pleasant time in my home life and with my friends and my own, my own mental well-being, it was, it was pretty horrible, but for me, I don't, I don't bury that in the sand, I don't pretend it didn't happen because as horrible as the time it was, it happened and I survived it and I've learned so much from it and I've grown so much from it and I can use those experiences that I've had to help and support others with their food relationships and their body image and knowing that they can eat food and knowing that they don't have to be scared of food. So I've learned from it, I've learned about myself and I can teach that to others. You can use things as well that aren't necessarily as, you know, it doesn't have to be like a life trauma or a big life event. It can be something as, you know, you're on a diet and you're committing really, really, really hard and, you know, you go out for drinks on the weekend and it just all goes a bit messy and you end up having a takeaway and you basically just go completely off your diet, you know, and then you go to do your check-in and you're just like, I'm just so disappointed in myself and I'm feeling so negative well, in this instance, obviously, the, the, the past that's hurting you is the fact that, you know, you, you you were so committed to your diet and something just went a bit wrong, which happens. And it honestly, it happens to everyone. So in this instance, you could run from it. So that would be pretending it didn't happen, just burying it in the sand. You could go into full-blown fuck it mode, you know, I'm useless, I'm this, I'm that, I'm the other. Or you could learn from it and go, okay, I know that these events are a bit of a trigger for me. So if I want to be able to go and have my social life still, and I also want to be able to stick with my diet protocol so I can drop the body fat that I'm wanting to drop so I can feel good in myself. There has to be a bit of a trade-off here. There has to be some sort of compromise because if I want both, I can't just go about doing what I'm doing because that's clearly not working. So it's learning from your past. Don't negate your past, you know, don't just think of it as a negative. Always think about how you can learn from it and actually use it as well to motivate you because Again, sometimes looking back at the past self is not something we like to do. A time when we didn't feel as good in our bodies, a time when our mental health wasn't as good, a time when we were very, very dissatisfied by what we saw in the mirror. Whatever that is, that painful version of yourself, you're better than that person now. You're happier, you're more confident, you're stronger. You have a better relationship with food, you have a better relationship with yourself, and yeah, you may not be perfect, and this is always a really good exercise to do on days when you are having a bit of a mental slump, think yeah I'm not perfect I'm not where I want to be I still have this vision you know this dream self that I'm working towards and I'm not there but the past me I'm not them either so I'm on the right path so always use that to fuel your fire and motivation because it's such a powerful tool and it can really really help and that is my five quotes shared with you so I hope they have been insightful I hope they have given you a little bit of thinking time over this podcast it's been quite a deep one so if you have been on the stairmaster it's probably not the one to to well maybe it is the one to motivate to get you through because there's a lot of motivational stuff in there but if you know it has helped or motivated you or inspired you in any way shape or form i'd love to hear about it as always so just message me on instagram 
um, screenshot the podcast, share it on your stories. It always really does make a difference and it's really lovely to see who's been listening and who's enjoyed it. Um, if you don't have my Instagram, by the way, it is at Lucy underscore lift your life. And yeah, that's where I pretty much do everything. That's where I share most of my life and where I'm most active. And then all of my links to everything else that I do, so my newsletter, uh, my coaching applications, my YouTube, you can find that on Instagram. So Instagram's like my central hub and you've got the link to the podcast on there as well. So it's probably how you found me, I would guess. But I'm going to love you and leave you here for this week. Have a fantastic week. Remember to protect your mental energy, look after your mental health as well as your physical health. Have a fantastic day, whatever you are doing, and I'll catch you over on next week's episode.